Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Warning. Guests of the Roy Green Show may experience the truth. Being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. Look, I get it. Minimum wage is an extremely important issue. I get it. I understand that. There are people who can afford to pay a minimum wage. What do we have in Alberta? It's uh, $13.60. That's as of this past September, so really just a few weeks ago. In British Columbia, it's $11.35 per hour. That went up 50 cents an hour, also in September. And in Ontario, it's $11.60. And uh, Premier Wynne desperately trying to hang on to that great job and big office at the legislature is promising a $15 an hour minimum wage. I understand that for people who are earning minimum wage, it's tough. If that's your only income, I understand that. Then you have to go and find a second and a third job. I get that. But it's also tough on small mom-and-pop operations, or small businesses, I mean small businesses, to pay a salary they hadn't budgeted for and which they don't believe is worth that amount of money. Their profits aren't large. They get by. And so $15 an hour, probably more than they can handle, $13.60, similarly, $11.35, similarly. In Manitoba, they've tied the uh, minimum wage to the cost of living, which is the way it used to be in the province of Ontario. But it's a a major issue, and I was tweeting on it at the Roy Green Show. Follow me there. And uh, so sending out tweets on it, and there was immediate response. But there's an attitude that persists that, It's really up to the employer to take care of the employee. To a certain extent, that's true. But it is a trade, isn't it? It's a trade for for, for your work and your skills for the salary that the employer is paying. And I'm not holding corporate hands here for anybody. I'm just saying that if you know what the job pays and you take the job, then you made an agreement. Now, if the company is taking advantage of you, we have labor laws in this country. Anyway, there's a lot to be talked about. And my number is 800-263-2428 across Canada, 800-263-2428. If you have an experience with minimum wage personally, 
then give me a call. If you're living on minimum wage now, are you getting by? Is it possible to get by where you live on what you earn if you're on minimum wage? 800-263-2428. Do you think your employer is treating you fairly? Is the employer treating you fairly by paying you minimum wage, or do you think the employer could afford to pay more? I don't even know if that's a question that anybody's going to answer any other way than saying, yes, the employer could say more, pay more, except for the employer. Got a small place, gas station, corner store, making a few bucks, paying taxes. Then if you happen to be in the province of Ontario, along comes Kathleen Wynne, who spends hundreds of billions of dollars in messing up the hydro with her predecessor and says $15 an hour is the minimum wage. And then she tosses a bone to the employer a couple of days ago, or a tax bone, and subsequently says, well, that was never intended as a trade-off for a $15 an hour minimum wage. Okay, let's uh, give you that number again. It's 800-263-2428. If you're a small business owner, can you afford the minimum wage you're paying now? Could you afford an increase? Is it up to you? And if you're working at minimum wage, are you being, are you being ripped off by your employer? Should government stand up for you and say, hey, employer, you've got to pay more? 800-263-2428, Roy Green Show, Chorus Radio Network. Julie Kuczynski joins me on the show, and uh, she's the Ontario Director of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and she sits on the CFIB National Minimum Wage Committee. Julie, thank you for the time, and within the overall purview of the CFIB and the agenda of issues that you deal with, is minimum wage rank where? In the middle of the top, at the bottom, where? Well, right now, it's a very important issue because of what's happening across the country. What we're seeing, Roy, is a very dangerous trend. We're seeing Ontario, B.C., and Alberta right now, and who knows which province next, campaigning on a $15 minimum wage because it's the politically smart thing to do in their opinion, They've done no evidence to say whether business can support it. And secondly, it's easy to make a promise that you don't have to pay for. And this is what the danger is, because other governments going into elections next year could do the same thing because they don't have to pay for that promise. It's on the backs of small business. And we note that the $15 an hour minimum wage in the province of Ontario is to take effect only after the election, which takes place in seven months. However, however, Roy, the biggest increase to $14, which Mm -hmm. is 23%, Mm -hmm. would take place if and when this bill passes. It's expected to pass next week. That would take place on January 1st, 2018. So potentially you're looking at a 23% minimum wage increase in Ontario with businesses being given approximately one month to prepare. 
not fair. How does a business plan when it has all these other input costs that it's dealing with and higher costs coming down the pipe next year for CPP, for EI, hydro is going to go up again, there's still cap and trade fallout. So what our members are saying, Roy, they're not saying they don't want to help people and pay them an appropriate wage. What they're saying is, let's do some economic impact analyses, some evidence-based policy as opposed to soundbite policy that sounds good to get somebody elected. When they're proceeding down a path, I, I like to say, Roy, it's like a horse down the racetrack with blinders on, totally oblivious to any economic impacts. I was talking to my colleagues in Alberta who told me that you just need to go down the streets of Calgary to see the impact of the minimum wage increases in Alberta, which haven't yet reached $15. As you said yourself, they're only at 1360 but in Alberta they're getting to 15 on October 1st, 2018. And minimum wage was never intended as a career salary. It should be a step on the ladder to personal career improvement. For, so for somebody to say to the employer, I want this, and this is going to be my salary for the rest of my life. just doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Now, let me ask you this. How long has minimum wage been set by governments? And 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 let me also another question here, Julie. Uh, Why was it introduced to offset the avaricious mom-and-pop corner store operators? Well, in Ontario and elsewhere, the other provinces I mentioned, it is clearly a political measure with no evidence to support it. It's about getting reelected because mm-hmm. it sounds really cool, it's politically sexy because it makes for a good soundbite, fairness for 15. So in Ontario specifically, there were no consultations whatsoever on increasing the minimum wage beyond the rate of inflation. As a matter of fact, a month before the policy was introduced, the Minister of Labour stood in the legislature and praised his own government for the impartial way Ontario raises its minimum wage based on inflation because it lets businesses plan and lets people keep more money. I love it when when governments compliment themselves. That's that's always very special. Now, what would your uh, your members of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business say across Canada What would they say would be fair as far as minimum wage administration is concerned, as far as setting minimum wage is concerned? Because you can't just have, they can't have, they can't can't afford with constant increases in regulation, with with high taxes, with uh, efforts like Trudeau's carbon tax, which he never uh, costed properly. They can't have this sort of thing happen. At the same time, they're aware that their employees having difficulty getting by on 10 or 11 bucks an hour is that the employer's responsibility, though. So what are your employee, what are your members saying? Well, our members are saying, and again, we need to appreciate that each province is very, very different yeah. in the way they like to do things. So I don't want to start setting policy for our entire committee, but there are some similarities. Number one, it's safe to say that it's better to take politics out of the process of setting the minimum wage. There are different ways to achieve that. In Ontario, right now, but it will likely change very soon, it's basing the minimum wage increases on the rate of inflation. But in other provinces, it might be different. If you look at the C.D. Howe Institute report for Alberta, they talk about how you need to take current economic conditions 
into consideration for a particular province before setting a minimum wage. So if you translate that to a province like Ontario, you would need to do an economic impact analysis to see if the province can afford it. And then secondly, no arbitrary numbers. This has got to stop, Roy. This $15 is just a fancy pants, fancy, very alliteration way, fairness for 15 cutesy. Sounds like a good soundbite. But that's an arbitrary number. None of these arbitrary numbers. And if this is really about helping people on low wages, which we all want to do, nobody disputes that. Mm -hmm. It's how we get there. Yeah. This is the easy road. Maybe we need to take the harder road and have a serious discussion. Because i got to tell you, Roy, there's a lot more involved here. Yeah, and Julie, I'm, going, Julie I'm, going to have, I'm going to have to stop you because I, I only have so many minutes in the hour. But I appreciate, really do appreciate your great guest. I'd like to have you back. But we're I gonna would have, love to be on again, Roy. We're going to have to stop it here. And then I'm because I have to take some phone calls. I want to hear from people across the country. But I do want to talk to you again about the minimum wage issue. I would love to, Roy. You're a great guest. Thank you again. Thank you, sir. Have a lovely weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye. Julie Kwaczynski is the Director of Provincial Affairs for Ontario for the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses. She sits on the CFIB's National Minimum Wage Committee. She said a lot of things. Got a lot of things out there that need to be said. And now it's your turn at 800-263-2428, 800-263-2428. Should employers be forced to pay a minimum wage forced by politicians? If you earn $15 an hour or $600 for a 40-hour week or just under $29,000 annually, enough for you to get by. It's 800-263-2428. Should employers be forced to pay a minimum wage forced by politicians? 800-263-2428. Wherever you are in Canada, give us a call.